This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. This program is kindly sponsored by Chantel Shop Napier. You're tuned to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Horse Bay. This is a program called Food for Life, and it's my pleasure, as always, to have on the phone Heather Barrow. How are you going, Heather? Hi, Ken. Doing well, thanks. How are you? Oh, I'm coping pretty well. I've managed to dodge a bullet uh, when it comes to things like COVID and the flu and colds and all that sort of stuff. What about yourself? Oh, that's great. Um, not, I can't say that for myself. I have a one-and-a-half-year-old who goes to daycare several days a week, and so she likes to share everything. <laughs> <laughs> including all the bugs. <laughs> well, I've had a bit of a cold, and then I've had a bit of a cough, and um, yeah, so I never get sick. No. I shouldn't say that, but now that I have a toddler, of course, it's happening a lot. And of course, that'll help build up your immunity system anyway, won't it? Well, I, I certainly hope so, yeah. <laughs> all right, now today's topic for discussion is um, the nervous system, but before we get there, just remind our listeners what you're all about. Sure. So I'm a holistic uh, clinical nutritionist. So I see people with a variety of conditions taking a natural approach, um, looking at food and supplements where needed to help uh, people with uh, conditions ranging from gut to skin to hormones, weight loss, energy levels, and more. Yes. And we can get hold of you how? Um, Sure. So I have a website. It's uh, food for forlife.co.nz um, or you can give me a ring on 027-812-5071 um, and uh, my office is at D's Pharmacy but I'm currently working from home via Zoom. Yep, indeed. All right, now we want to talk about the nervous system. Tell us about the nervous system. Yeah, so um, I think a lot of people don't really know what it is but, you know, you can kind of tell from the name nervous system. It yep. does have something to do with your nerves. So there's two branches of the nervous system. Uh, You have your parasympathetic, and then you take part of that word, you have your sympathetic. So the difference between the two is quite significant. Your parasympathetic nervous system is, just for short term, your rest and digest branch of your nervous system. So it kind of controls all the functions of the body when the person is resting. Mm -hmm. Your sympathetic nervous system is kind of your fight or flight. So it's your response to any sort of stress in your life, um, any kind of dangerous situations you might be. Um, It kind of controls the the hormone reaction that happens when you come across stress um, in the body. Yes. So they're complete opposites, really. Right. So how do we control the nervous system to be in a space that's good for us? Yeah, so that's a really good question. So I thought this would be a good topic because of everything that's going on the last few years in the world. You know, you've got COVID, you've got what's going on um, in Ukraine, um, and, and all the implications in everyone's lives personally and everything on top of that. So, you know, with everything going on, I, I can speak for myself. I can't speak for everyone, but I know as well, just speaking to a lot of my clients, when I ask them about their stress levels on a scale of 1 to 10, I normally get at least above a 5, and oftentimes usually an 8 to a 10. So stress seems to be quite dominating. Um, And I don't really feel like it was quite that high before everything that happened Mm -hmm. pre-COVID. So for that kind of response, 
um, what that means is um, a lot of people are um, activating their sympathetic nervous system more than they should. So their body is responding to stressful situations, um, not necessarily danger, unless, you know, you're in the Ukraine. Um, you know, yes. there's obviously danger going on, but stress. So what happens is the body's releasing a lot of hormones, and that main hormone is adrenaline. Yeah. And that puts people in that fight or flight, and it kind of gives them the energy to kind of handle the stress, right? So mm -hmm. you've got adrenaline and cortisol flashing through the body, um, and, the, and the heart rate goes up, and um, the pulse, and you've got blood flowing. But what that does, if you're constantly in more of a state of the sympathetic nervous system, is it slows down digestion, which helps you break down your food. It changes your gut bacteria, which means it can cause an overgrowth of things like yeast and bacteria, which inhibits nutrient absorption in the body. Mm -hmm. And it depletes certain nutrients from the body and, and vitamins. Um, and, and, and affects your hormones and a whole whole list of things. So it's kind of like a domino effect. Start with a little bit of stress, stress builds, your sympathetic nervous system responds, and things start to occur. Now, if this goes on and on, then it will have long-term effects that can be eventually quite serious. Um, but just starting with, you know, not being able to digest your food, gut issues, maybe bowel issues, rushing to the toilet, stomach pain, gas, bloating, lack of energy, brain fog, inability to lose weight, all sorts of things. So what are some of your top tips for getting on top of your sympathetic nervous system? I mean, um, some form of stress is good for you. You've got to have some sort of stress anyway, don't you? I mean, adrenaline can be really good for you, but you don't want it racing through your body all the time, do you? That's right. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> People that, you know, are really fit, maybe they are uh, distance runners, they do uh, CrossFit boot camp, you know, they, they've got adrenaline going, but that's sort of a healthy response. You know, you're putting your body through some physical, physical conditioning and activity. Um, but when the body constantly perceives that there's a stressor, that there's danger, that um, something's going on, um, the body's never at rest. You're constantly, you can't calm down, you know, then anxiety builds and then, uh, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, I ask, what medications are you taking? And I'm starting to see a lot more anti-anxiety, anti-depressive, uh, you know, medications. Um, and, of course, those have side effects as well. So what we really want to do is, if, if it's, it's very difficult because I'm even speaking from personal experience, is kind of stop mm -hmm. and, you know, evaluate what's going on. You know, you have a lot going on in your life. It's, are there too many things that you're saying yes to? Um, can you pull back from some things? I think self-care today is more important than ever. How do you know that um, you're actually going through stress? That's it's, a good it's question. Easy, it's easy, easy to say that, oh, you must be under stress, but how do you know that? That's right, and, and that's a good question because sometimes when I ask people that, 1 to 10, where are you? They say, well, you know, I, I have a lot of stresses in my life, but I think I handle them well, but they're still, you know, they're really tired or they mm -hmm. have gut issues or, you know, there's all these issues going on. Um, and it's a good question. I think if, you know, the things that I've just mentioned, if you, if you say, hey, that's actually me, you know, I, I, I get a good night's sleep and I wake up flat. I'm exhausted. Um, I can't seem to pick up throughout the day. I drink, you know, starting to drink more coffee. Yeah. Um, you know, those are kind of signs that the body has had enough. 
that you've been in your sympathetic nervous system too long. You can be a busy person without being a stressful person, though, can't you? Yeah, you can. I mean, some people's personalities are just, you know, yeah. kind of upbeat and ready to go and got lots of energy. And it seems like they're very anxious, but actually, you know, they're not. That's just part of the personality. I suppose so, it's easy for people like yourself, and you know, when I'm reading an article about looking after your body, it's easy, to, it's easy to read it and easy to say it, isn't it? But it's not necessarily uh, that easy to put into practice, particularly in uh, in these times that we're currently living through. I mean, you know, you don't really have COVID rammed down your throat anymore, but there's not one person that I know who isn't worried about it. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's... It, it, we all have worries. I mean, we're never going to erase worries. It's, you know, it is part of life. We're going to worry. But I think kind of stopping and trying to see, you know, where is, where is all the stress coming from? How long have you been experiencing it? You know, is it your job? Is it something that you're, you're just barely keeping your head above water? Yep. Um, you know, you have you said yes to too many things in your life, too many activities? You know, the kids, you know, what? I think we need to stop, evaluate, and learn to say no and learn to, you know, self-care. And maybe for you that means um, going to bed earlier or not watching so much TV and going to bed and reading your book. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is that can calm your nervous system so that, you know, the heart rate slows down, um, you're relaxing, you're enjoying something, uh, I think that's a good thing to do. Um, And, you know, high elevated blood pressure, I'm also seeing a lot more, and I think that's definitely you know the stress that people are going through um one one thing i always tell people one surefire way to activate your parasympathetic which is your rest and digest Mm -hmm. branch of your nervous system is through your breath yes so we all breathe very shallow um but if you can focus every day on trying to do i i call it the five count so you inhale through your nose for five Try and hold for five and exhale for five through your mouth and do that five times. And believe it or not, you will feel a lot calmer and that will temporarily, but still, it will activate your parasympathetic branch of your nervous system. So when you come across stress, if you can try and remember to do that, the five rule, inhale five, hold five, exhale five, five times, that will help calm your nervous system. And that's a pretty easy exercise, isn't it? It is, yeah. And I do it a lot in the car because, I, I don't know, you, you know, you're driving and yeah. you have time to think, and I remember that, so I practice it then. What about meditation? I mean, if you, I, I suppose I know a lot of people who get out of bed and uh, the first thing they do is uh, they, they meditate, and I think, oh, my God, who's got time to do that? But uh, <laughs> is meditation good for you? I mean, they're, they're taking five breaths for five seconds, you know, holding it, letting it out, that sort of stuff. I suppose that's part partially meditating, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, I have a friend who that's the, what he does as well. First thing, he gets up and I think he spends 10 minutes just in silence. He goes in a room where it's quiet, closes his eyes, focuses on his breathing. And that's a great way to start the day. Yeah. For some people, that might work really well. For other people, maybe it's prayer, maybe it's, um, reading something, you know, for those of faith, maybe it's reading the Bible. Um, for those that it's, you know, more physical, maybe it's just doing some stretches in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, taking a quiet walk outside, you know, when the sun comes up. Yep. What about Massage. Yeah. What about foods? Are there certain foods that trigger the parasympathetic nervous system that we should maybe avoid? Yes. 
that trigger the sympathetic, so yeah. that's the fight or flight. That's a very good question. So obviously the first one that I'm guessing you could even guess this one, Ken, is caffeine. Yeah. I know <laughs> you always say that, but I, I'm, I have upped my increase. I have upped my intake of coffee, and I feel great. I can. My wife says to me, don't drink coffee before you go to bed, and I drink coffee before I go to bed, and I'm one of those people that's very lucky that I do fall asleep within that average seven minutes. So, yeah, I'm a sort of – the jury's out on that argument for me, sorry. Right. Okay. Well, you are the exception. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but co- coffee does trigger, caffeine does trigger your sympathetic nervous system. So obviously, the majority of people, when they have a cup of coffee, will feel a boost. I mean, that's yeah. why I'd say a lot of people drink it. You know, you yeah. get that rush of um, caffeine, which stimulates the adrenaline and the cortisol every time you have a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and that gets, gives you, you know, the energy sometimes people need for the day. Yeah. Um, but that, again, will overstimulate your adrenal glands, your stress glands, um, with those hormones. And eventually, if you're living on coffee to get through, those adrenal glands will say, I don't have any more in me. I can't keep producing adrenaline and cortisol in this amount. And they, um, you get to a place called adrenal fatigue. Yes. So if you are experiencing exhaustion and you say the only way to get through the day is coffee, I would say to you, start reducing your coffee. I'm not going to say cut it out because yep. you probably get withdrawal symptoms. Um, and that will start to help a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously there's a lot more that needs to be done for the, for the body and the nervous system. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to rely on it throughout the day. Could coffee, so be, one. Could coffee be, be, be like my myth? That I'm, a, I'm, I'm an addict and I don't know it? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I have clients who, uh, you know, uh, I might write in their treatment plan, you know, caffeine isn't good for you at this point in your life, just yeah. right now. I'm not saying forever because there's a lot of benefits to coffee. Um, but if you could start reducing it, and I have some people that, that, that just go cold turkey, and I never recommend that. No. Um, and they say, oh, I've got the worst headaches. I'm feeling awful. Yes. <laughs> I've tried that. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Anyway, I, I interrupted you. So yeah, so after coffee, what else would you recommend that we uh, minimize? Uh, sugar, sugar would be another one. So uh, a lot of people also go to energy drinks like Bee and Monster and Red Bull and that kind of thing. And the amount of sugar in one of those is practically your sugar limit for the day, if not over your sugar limit for the day. Yeah. And I see people that drink, you know, one plus, you know, maybe a couple of them. Um, again, that's giving them the oomph that they need, but in the long run, they're going to pay the price. Yes, indeed. What about yeah. salt? Salt used to be the enemy. You don't hear about it being the enemy anymore. Well, salt actually, if, you, if, you're, if you're stressed for a long period of time, your salt levels um, can be, you, you start craving salt pretty much. Yes. Because there's a hormone called aldosterone that controls the sodium levels in your body. So without, with less of that hormone, um, you actually may have less sodium in the body, mm-hmm. and you start craving salt. So that's another sign, actually, yeah. that um, you're in the, you're, you're, your sympathetic nervous system's overworked. Is you just want salty, salty foods. What about other uh, spices? I mean, you know, okay, we just say we we do agree that salt is probably or possibly bad for you. If we said we we're going to cut salt out of our diet, and now we're just going to have ground cracked pepper, would we, in the end, run into the same problem or not? Um, no, I mean, pepper doesn't have the same sort of effect as sodium. Like, obviously, if you're stressed, and I mentioned high blood pressure, you, you definitely need to watch your sodium intake. Um, 
I'm actually a fan of pepper. Not everyone is, but mm-hmm. um, if you have GI issues, gastrointestinal, sometimes pepper can be irritating to the lining of your GI tract. Yes. Um, so you do want to be careful with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, there are there actually are supplements. Hopefully, I have time to mention this. More um, of uh, herbal supplements that are really good to help calm your nervous system and support those stress glands, your adrenals. Um, and you know, they go by the name gen- generically of adrenal support formula. So those have herbs like rhodiola and ashwagandha, and usually some B vitamins because bees get very much depleted when you are. Um, in your sympathetic nervous system state. So, um, you know, go, I think even Go Healthy does one called Go Healthy Adrenal Support Formula. Yeah. Um, so that could be something, um, as long as it doesn't, the herbs don't interact with any medications, that could be something that can help um, if you're going through a stressful time. Absolutely. And uh, we, we usually get onto this topic uh, whenever we talk, but you can never underestimate the value of exercise, can you? Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I, I like to say if, you know, if I, can, if I can tell someone's really stressed and their body has gone through, you know, all the symptoms of what stress does in the body, please don't take up, you know, um, running, boot camp. Don't push the body further physically because it's already constantly going with the adrenaline and the cortisol and the, yeah. the increased heart rate and everything else. Try something calming if you can. And I know it's not for everyone, but something like yoga, Pilates, Tai Chi, um, just at-home stretching, walking the dog outside and, yep. you know, play, calm, calm the nervous system. Yeah, just get out and go for a walk around the block. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then build um, up from it. But exercise absolutely is a big one. Exercise, breathing, avoiding caffeine, sugar, you know, food additives in general, and possibly, you know, seeing someone like myself, because it's normally not just, oh, I can take an adrenal support formula and yeah. this is going to help me. You know, oftentimes there's a lot of other things going on um, because of the stress. Obviously, we can get uh, different types of medication for stress, but on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate, for instance, 10 being the best, how would you rate exercise uh, on that scale? Oh, yeah, exercise is up there. I mean, it would be, you know, 10 yeah. for me. Um, and, then, and that's, you know, one, you know, I have so much going on in my life as well. And I'm, you know, going to America to see my family after over yeah. three years, introduce them to my daughter. And um, because I have so much going on, I have very little time to exercise, even though I, I am a fitness instructor. I'm only teaching one class a week now. And I can tell. And my husband, too, he's very active and fit, and he hasn't had the time to to do the exercise like he used to and we can both tell yeah you know it affects your mood it affects your energy level um everything so exercise is up there what about supplements will they help us or we've got to get our got to get our heads right first before we start looking at that sort of thing oh absolutely supplements will help um you know like i said a b complex is really good um vitamin c oftentimes probiotic um an adrenal support formula it's hard to say just, you know, generically to take this um, because oftentimes there's a lot of other things happening, but those are some good ones to help with stress. And I think even Good Health does one called um, uh, Good Health B 
de-stress formula. Yep. So it's got the B vitamins and other things in it to help. Very good. Look, we've come to the end of a, a, another fascinating chat. Now, just remind our listeners, Heather, if we want to get hold of you for some good advice about uh, taking care of our nervous system or just, in fact, taking care of our general health, how do we do that? Sure. Well, love to have a chat with you. Um, you can give me a ring on 027-812-5071 or my website is foodforlife.co.nz. Good on you, Heather. My pleasure, as always. You look after yourself, and we'll talk the same time, same place next time. Thank you very much, Ken. You too. Catch you later. Thanks, Heather. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. I, I love the colorful clothes you wear And the way the sunlight plays upon her hair I hear the sound of a on the wind that lifts her perfume through the air I'm picking up good vibrations She's giving me the excitations I'm backing up good vibrations She's giving me the excitations Smile, I know she must be kind In her eyes She goes with me to a blossom room I'm picking up good vibrations She's giving me the excitations I'm backing up good vibrations She's giving me the
This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.